Welcome to today's program. We are going to be discussing an article that the London Guardian has published concerning the conditioning of an entire society, the rise of biometric data technology, the use of our bodies to unlock access to services, raise concerns about the trade-off between convenience and privacy. This is Biometrics News. And this is connected to the rise of the fourth industrial revolution. And ultimately, this is the beginning of the settling of the dust of the beast system. In a school canteen in Gateshead, cameras scan the faces of children, taking payment automatically after identifying them with facial recognition. More than 200 miles away in North London, staff at a care home recently took part in a trial that used facial data to verify their COVID-19 vaccine status. And in convenience stores around the country, Staff are alerted to potential shoplifters by a smart CCTV system that taps into a database of individuals deemed suspect. In each case, biometric data has been harnessed to try to save time and money, but the growing use of our bodies to unlock areas of the public and private sphere have raised questions about everything from privacy to data security and racial bias. CRB Cunningham's, the US-owned company whose facial recognition tech is being deployed in lunch halls, has said its systems speed up payment and could reduce the risk of COVID-19 spread via contact with surfaces. The system was first tested in Kings Meadows School in Gateshead last year, and dozens of schools have signed up to follow suit. Enthusiasm for the system may be on the wane now, though after North Ayrshire Council suspended use of the technology at nine schools following a backlash. The decision to back out came after parents and data ethics experts expressed concerns that the trade-off between convenience and privacy may not have been fully considered. It's about time-saving, said Professor Sandra Watcher, a data ethics expert at the Oxford Internet Institute. Is that worth having a database of children's faces somewhere? Stephanie Hare, author of Technology Ethics, sees the use of children's biometric data as a disproportionate way to make lunch queues quicker. You're normalizing children understanding their bodies as something they use to transact, she said. That's how you condition an entire society to use facial recognition. Experts are concerned that biometric data systems are not only flawed in some cases, 
but are increasingly entering our lives under the radar with limited public knowledge and understanding. Of course, the public never knows anything. They actually believe the government is looking out for their well-being. They actually believe Pfizer and J&J and AstraZeneca and Oxford. BioNTech. They actually believe Fauci. They actually believe Brain Dead Joe. So it's no surprise that the sheeple, that the general public is sleepwalking into a dystopian, draconian, luciferian, beast-like nightmare. But this is why Yeshua told us in Matityahu chapter 24, see to it that no man deceives you. Yeshua was telling us clearly that the world will be drowning in deception, drowning in deception, drowning in deception, drowning in deception. Even the book of Proverbs says Those who walk in the night They stumble What it is spiritually And esoterically implying Is that those who do not have The light of the most high Radiating from within They're blind They can't see where they're going They're going to stumble They are stumbling And fumbling They're governed by the lord of confusion the scripture calls Satan the author of confusion. The author of confusion. The originator of confusion. The master of confusion. Even the Apostle Paul said, The God of this world, lowercase g-o-d, has blinded the noeticos which in Greek means the thoughts. Not only has he blinded their eyes, he's, the Apostle Shaul said, the place from where their thoughts originate, that place has been obfuscated. So that the thoughts that germinate forth from that place are also ambiguous, unclear, obfuscated, confusing. These people have no guidance. They have no idea what's going on. They don't seem to see that a electronic prison grid is being built around them. An electronic prison grid, a surveillance grid is being built around them. No, they're still trying to get back to the football game and to Super Bowl and to basketball and football and hockey and they're trying to get back to the sports and the games and the bar and potato chips and they're trying to get back to all this garbage. 
not recognizing that they're getting ready to slip back into the third Reich, part two, which is the Vierte Reich, the fourth Reich, the Black Awakening, which is a reference to the arrival and emergence and explosion of demonic energy and activity on the earth, the Black Awakening, which is a reference to a normalization and planetary filling of the dark arts. There is already a great ceremonial magic ritual taking place right now. A great ceremonial magic ritual is taking place right now on a global scale. The instruments of the ritual that are being used in this particular case is a syringe. Pharmakia right now is dominating the earth. Everything in the world is all about the cancer 19 shot. Everything in the world is about the, the C19, the cancer 19 shot. The cancer 19 lollipop that's now been authorized to be given to children. Child sacrifice has been approved. But the people are not upset about that. They're upset about the dogs that are being butchered and slaughtered and experimented on and financed by Fauci. They don't care about their own children being slaughtered with the syringe, but they care about beagle dogs being used in heinous experiments, having their, their brains eaten out by prion-like creatures. This upsets the people, dogs being slaughtered, but their own children being slaughtered and sacrificed hasn't quite struck a nerve in them yet. They're desensitized to the murder of children and the experimentation, the global corporate experimentation of children. Anyway, let us resume this interesting article. Stephanie Hare, author of Technology Ethics, sees the use of children's biometric data as a disproportionate way to make lunch cues quicker. You're normalizing children, understanding their bodies as something they use to transact, she said. That's how you condition an entire society to use facial recognition. Experts are concerned that biometric data systems are not only flawed in some cases, but are increasingly entering our lives under the radar. 
with limited public knowledge or understanding. There are salutary examples of how such technology could be troublingly authoritarian in its usage. And China offers some of the more extreme precedents. In the United States, a little-known company called Clearview AI was, in 2020, revealed to have scraped social media sites such as Facebook to harvest users' facial data, collecting more than 3 billion pictures that could be shared with the police. I'm going to say that again. In the United States, a little-known company called Clearview AI was in 2020 revealed to have scraped social media sites such as Facebook to harvest users' facial data, collecting more than 3 billion pictures that could be shared with the police. Some of the technology said to be rolled out in the United Kingdom seems, on the face of it, more benign. Eurostar is testing whether facial data could be used for boarding its cross-channel trains using technology built by US-based Intrust, a company that has very deep ties with Nazi Germany. In Manchester, the city mayor, Andy Burnham, has held talks with Fingo, a startup whose technology analyzes the unique pattern of veins in people's fingers. Applications under consideration are, pay are payment for buses and gaining access to universities and the provision of prescription medicine while the city's licensing authority has approved it for use at hospitality venues. Fingo says it stores an encoded version of the finger vein pattern, which cannot be reverse engineered by thieves, while different segments of the data are stored in different places to heighten security. Earlier this year at three care homes in North London run by Springdean, the London-based facial verification company iProve tested systems that allow staff to verify their COVID status using their faces. That technology is not in use anywhere at the moment, iProve said, but it's one of the several firms whose systems are embedded in the NHS app, deployed when users want to access services such as their COVID status or GP appointment bookings using their face. Such applications have prompted misgivings among technology experts and civil liberty groups about how long users' data is stored, how secure the data is, and even whether foreign law enforcement agencies can demand to see it. Ankur Banjari, chief, te chief technology officer at digital identity startup Checked, points out that biometric technology relies on our trust in the people operating it. Now, I already pointed out that the book of Jeremiah chapter 17 in the Bible in the Old Testament makes it clear that putting your trust in a, in a man is a curse upon yourself. Putting your trust in man in the systems that he creates is laying a curse on yourself. For the flesh is weak. People make mistakes, and some people don't make mistakes. They do what they do by design. They do what they do because they obey the dark voice from within, which happens to be a demon that tells them to do it 
They happen to obey it and do it. Voices have led some leaders to slaughter millions, millions upon millions. And they did it because they were told by the ascended masters, which are demons in disguise as light entities, entities of light. Someone needs to go do some research into the occult foundations of the Third Reich, of the Ubermensch, of the concepts, ideas, philosophies, ideologies. Somebody needs to look into the theosophical roots that inspired these despotic, dictatorial, totalitarian regimes. Somebody needs to look into the writings of Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, look into the secret doctrine, study some of the Isis Unveiled book by her. The leaders of nations, their foundation is Lucifer. Even the foundation of the United Nations in the United States of America. Yes, the United Nations that is actually the shadow of the world government or the world government hiding in the shadows. David Spangler is an occultist who has contributed much in has lent occult philosophies to the United Nations that have been gladly accepted and propagated by the United Nations. The United Nations Foundation is a cult. And I do mean more in the sense of occultic rituals as well as occult meaning hidden from public view. Anyway, let us get back into this article. I'm going to repeat what I've already said before, a snippet of it. So Amkor Banjari, Chief Technology Officer at Digital Identity Startup Checked, points out that the biometric technology relies on our trust in the people operating it. In Moscow, users of the city's famous metro system can now pay using their face, a system that, for now at least, is voluntary. <laughs> Key words. For now. That's convenient for 99% of people. But if someone shows up to an anti-government protest, suddenly they have the ability to track down who went in and out. Unlike an Oyster-style card that might be might not be registered, said Bonjourie. Some technology that is already in common use in the United Kingdom has sparked anxiety about civil liberties. London-based FaceWatch sells security systems that alert shop staff to the presence of a subject of interest, typically someone who has behaved antisocially or been caught shoplifting before. It started out as a system for spotting pickpockets at Gordon's Wine Bar in central London, 
of which FaceWatch founder Simon Gordon is the proprietor. Cameras scan the face of anyone entering a building and compare it with a database of people marked out for special scrutiny. However, Watcher has concerns about the prospect of such technology becoming more widespread. Research has shown that facial recognition software is less accurate with people of color and women. Oh really? She also points out to the potential for existing human bias to be hardwired into supposedly neutral technology. How can you trust that they ended up on the watch list accurately? There is bias in selective policing and in the judicial system. Nor is it clear in many cases to whom such systems are accountable and how individuals can contest the judgments they make. What if I've been wrongfully accused or the algorithm incorrectly matched me with somebody else? Bonjuri asks. It's private justice where you have zero recourse on being able to correct that. Facewatch said it does not share the facial data it holds with the police, although they can access it if an offense is reported. The company said it minimizes the risk of misidentification by ensuring cameras are positioned in good light to enhance accuracy with any borderline cases referred to a manual checker. People on the watch list can, it says, challenge the decision. Facewatch added that it stores facial data for up to two years and that it is both encrypted and protected by bank-grade security. But Watcher points out that the security systems guarding our biometric data is only state-of-the-art until the day they are breached. The idea of a data breach is not a question of if, it's a question of when, she said. Welcome to the internet. Everything is hackable. Everything is hackable. Everything is hackable. The idea of a data breach is not a question of if, it's the question of when. And that goes for everything electronic. We should, she says, be cautious about rolling out technology just because it promises to make our lives easier. The idea is that as soon as something is developed, it has a place in society, she said. But sometimes the price we pay is too high. And this concludes today's Twilight Zone News Flash Biometric News Conditioning an Entire Society The Rise of Biometric Data Technology Till next time, Shalom Aleikum